What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. This is Real Reality Realness with Brian K. James, the podcast where I, your host, Brian, interview figures in music, reality TV, and pop culture about their lives, their perspectives, and their platforms. Join me five days a week as I get to know some of my favorite people through their points of view and their journeys to their personal greatness. Lock in while I clock in, because we are about to get into it. Alrighty, welcome and welcome back to the show. This is Real Reality Realness. I am Brian K. James, and I put the mess in the message. I am so excited to have this person on the show today. They are an incredible singer with the new single coming called Go, and I cannot wait to get to know them better. Ladies, gentlemen, and every gender or lack thereof in between, join me in welcoming to, to the show, Edwin. Yes. Oh my gosh. I, okay, I like that. That was really, I liked how you said that's all right. <laughs> that was really nice. I like that. Thank you. How are you doing? Thank you so much for being here. Yes, I'm doing good. I'm just, I'm really happy. Um, I'm just happy to be here and be back out. I'll be, I'll be in my shell. So when I come out, I'll be like, ooh, I'll be like a little introverted. So I'm just, I'm doing good. I'm just, Happy, excited. I'm glad that you um, let me be a part of this show. It's a great opportunity to always be a part of stuff like this. So I'm always appreciative of stuff like this. I appreciate that so much. I thank you for being here. That means a lot. You know, I appreciate people trusting me with their stories and allowing me the time to come on. So thank you. Yes, no, no. Yes, I'll I'm, I'm just excited to do this music and just get back out here and just really just showcase my talent again. So. I love that. So my first question for you is on a scale from one to 10, how happy is Edwin today? Um, One to 10, okay. You know what? I'm actually, um, this is the week that my song come out, so I'm actually really happy. I'm, it's like a, a countdown for me, so I'm really just happy and nervous and all of that. So I'll say probably like, I'll give it like an eight. My day kind of started off a little rough, so. <laughs> I'm sitting on that. I'm glad it still leveled out at an eight, though. I've been going through some stuff recently, too, so I feel you, but... Um... But I'm so excited. Congratulations on the new single. I'm so excited about Thank it. Thank you. Yes, what this song, I had to, um, oh, excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I had to come back because I've been gone for like six months from my last project. So I said, when I come back, I had to come back with a bang. Nice. I love that. <laughs> 
so what caused the hiatus? Was it just taking a step back or was it just, you know, was some specific things happening? Um, I think I was just taking a step back because um, last year I had released my first ever like project and I, that was like one of the, like a, that was like a major thing to me because I really like pushed for this to like be everywhere. This was my first, that was my first time like performing places and I'm independent. So it was really like hard for me. I won't say hard, it was challenging for me to um, find a lot of opportunities with just me being my own manager and doing everything myself and recording and doing photo shoots and all of that. So I feel like uh, when I did my first um, mixtape, it was more of like of a learning experience to me. So I was like kind of winging it and I'm like, okay, I I really just wanted to take a step back because first of all, I felt a little burnt out after (laughs) the end of the year. And then I didn't want to keep pushing out like just songs and burning singles and stuff. I like to like, I like to really like think about the craft and have a whole strategic rollout for everything. So that's probably why I took a step back. I love going, I love uh, performing during the summer and like going out towards the summer. Like that's, I love just going to hiatus towards the winter and time, then coming out for the summer and pride month and doing all, doing it all then. Then coming back in my shell, getting my thoughts and creative and writing, then come back up. It's like a um, routine to me. For sure, I love that. So, So, I'm sorry, what you said? Um, Well, we'll go ahead and, um, complete what um you were about to say because I was going to ask you another question but go ahead and um get with what you were just saying I'm sorry oh I was just saying that what was I saying child oh I was saying um like what the um after I did like the my um first mixtape I had did like one more song here like a couple more songs here and there and then when it's, when you like being an artist you get like what is that word you get um like that drive, like that motivation, that um, fire. Like, oh, like th- this is like the song I want, this is the air I want, this and that and that. Then I feel like it was starting to like burn out a little bit. And I didn't want to keep putting out songs that didn't really have no substance to me because at the end of the day, I pay for my own music. I buy everything I do. So I ain't be trying to waste it just to do media- mediocre stuff. <laughs> I totally feel you on that. So in that line of thinking, what are you most looking forward to from 2023? Um, ooh, what am I most looking forward to? Oh, that is a good question. I, I'm really looking forward to doing um, my first music videos. I'm I'm doing some music videos this year. And I'm, that's like I never did that before. So I'm really anticipating that. Ooh, excuse me, I keep nervous. I'm really anticipating doing the music videos and basically just getting back out there and getting um, back out of my shell. Like, I feel like last year I was more, um, what's the word? I took more risk last year and this time I feel more, I won't say scared, I'm just more cautious this time because this is like my second project and I really want to like do better than the last. I always want to do better than the last, not just from like a project, but like from the whole 
and error itself, like how I present myself to the world with, you know, a new body of work. So I'm really just looking forward to releasing this new EP and doing these music videos and it's a lot of other stuff that I'm doing. I can't really say too much. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's really exciting. So I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited to just do that and just be back doing what I love. I love doing music so much and writing and just performing, really just performing. I just really can't wait for that. And I didn't got a lot of new opportunities this year that I never even thought I would get or do. So that's something I'm just really excited for. Because like, it's so different from looking back from like my first project and like really like stressing out like I was so stressed my last project I'm like oh my god I can't find nobody to do a lunch party for me want nobody don't nobody believe in me to do a show for them or nothing and then once you work your ass off to do it you got people coming left and right so it's really just a blessing just to be doing it all over again with people that want you to do it instead of feeling like you have to um keep trying to break down doors and break down walls just for to be heard or seen absolutely you're starting to feel like you page it right awesome. yeah so that feels good so let's go back a little bit when did you discover music um oh okay so I always had like an ear for music. Like when I was growing up, my mom, she always had some Rihanna or Beyonce or like Destiny's Child. And I remember, oh my God, I remember when she had this uh, Keisha Cole album and this Kelly Rowe album, I mean Kelly Rowland album. This Kelly Rowe album, Talk A Good Game. I loved it so much, but what really made me start um, singing, like wanting to just sing songs and just do songs is when, um, I heard The Weeknd, and this was when The Weeknd like, was just coming out when he was like on the SoundCloud days, like playing um, the mixtape days. And I'm like, oh my God, I love this man's voice so much. I want to sing just like him on the sound, just like. So that's when I really started singing when I was, ooh, what's, how old was I? I think I was like around, ooh, I'd probably say like, 11 or 12 I think I think I said like around there I was when I was born in tune starting getting more in tune myself I came out around 12 but um when I started first singing you would never believe it if I show you a video I sounded like I sounded trash like I did not I wanted to sing so bad but did not know how to fucking sing I feel you on that I'm 31 and I still will only sing in my car in the shower by myself. Like I like I like I don't even let my dog hear me sing. Like I'm not I'm not with the shits. Now I'll rap my ass off, but I'm not gonna no Yeah you do a little rap. Little punch rap. I rap my ass off. Like I write down, but I'm not gonna say no, we don't do that. No. But I'll write you a verse to sing no go for it. I'll write you something for sure. Ooh, yes, and I child. <laughs> Now, um, oh, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, when do you think you discovered your voice? Like, when do you think Edwin found his voice? Okay, yes. So, I think I found. I really think that I found my voice when, um, 
Well, when I was going like my middle, because I really started like really, really getting into singing when I was like in middle school. That's when I started um, doing YouTube covers and stuff. But I really didn't have, I didn't really, I really didn't know my voice. But that's around the time when I really just made, like started making my stage name. Like, hey, when I'm, I know I want to do this. I know this is my passion. Not always wrote since like middle school to high school, but I did not have a voice at all. So um, like, I didn't have a voice. Like I didn't know how to use my voice until I say like my last two years of high school. And this is when I really was um, getting into Jennifer Hudson. Mm. I remember when I watched Dream Girls, and I oh, I was so um, starstruck from Jennifer Hudson. Like I loved her role. I wanted to be her in that role so bad. Mm-hmm. And that's when I would just be um, playing around, trying to seem like her, like built like her, and just you know how she give that she give that soul like that. She giving gospel in her voice. Is giving gospel. And basically, like when I was in high school and stuff. I was so silly. Like, I'd be playing around trying to act like I'm um, reciting Jennifer Hudson. But, like, that's when I really felt like, I'm like, oh my God, I'm like singing it like her, like with the hard vibrato. Like, and then that's when I started getting in choir. So I say, like, my senior years when I really was starting to find my voice, but I didn't find my voice until, like, probably like a couple years ago, like three or three to two years ago. And that's when I really, really um, was like, okay, I'm, I'm actually finding my voice. Because when I was growing up singing, starting to sing, nobody didn't really like my singing. And I would get a lot of flack for it. Like, people, like, in school, like, you know people don't got no filter when you in high school. And um, why, why the fuck is he sending me this shit? You can't even sing and this and that. But you know, that really break my spirit. But it's the, it was the honest truth. And I'm glad, I feel like, I'm glad that that happened to me because in my delusional mind, I'm thinking I'm Beyonce. But I did, I needed to learn my voice. And I feel like that helped me learn my voice and be more attuned with my voice. So, like, I would say, like, yeah, like, my senior year, I remember when I was, like, playing around and just seeing, um, I think it was um, One Night Only by Jennifer Hudson at school. And my teacher, he was like, um, you actually sound really good um, seeing that, even though I was, like, playing around, trying to sound funny and be memefied doing it. Mm. He's like, you actually sound good with the extra hard vibrato on it. <laughs> So I say I'm gonna try to start using that technique going more of like a belty range and that's when I started to like okay this is how you um do your voice and you know what really helped too when I was in um choir for two years that really helped me that really shaped my voice too but what I really knew that I wanted to do my um well okay it's time to record and like get it out here it's when it was um, last year, yeah, it was like a year and a half ago. And you can, um, even if you like listen to like my old, like them songs from that project, you will, you will see the growth. That's why I really can't wait from, uh, for this EP because 
it feel like my voice just grow like it just keeps growing as more as I learn it because I don't know I feel like I really felt like it was puberty that really helped me with my voice mm-hmm. because I always like try to bail and do runs tones but it was just it was the tone for me it was the tone it was too nasal child <laughs> so I really think that oof how old was I yeah I, I say like 16 no I said like 17 18 when I started finding my voice for real and that's when I started actually getting back into the passion of doing music because during my high school days, I had lost the passion for music because I got so much flack for it. So I really like shied away from it. But once I I left school and started really like finding myself and doing music again, that's when I really just fell back in love with music. Sure. So let me ask you a random question. Mm-hmm. Do you choose your friends by their ability to riff back and forth with you during the Dream Girls act um, <laughs> climax scene? Like, can they not? Oh my gosh! Do why did like, they oh my do the to your Effie? I'm like, I'm Effie, and you? No, that's <laughs> like if they can't pick up. Like if they can't pick up and do the now who you calling coming you self indulgent self indulgent and a professional like are they like now now just not able to be your friend anymore? No, I, I um I, no I love I support my friends um, even like um, I always try to like support my friends all the way through. That's so crazy that you said that. Why was we singing some Dream Girls yesterday at karaoke? Because <laughs> I because I I have like. <laughs> <laughs> there's somebody my baby daddy is obsessed with with um dream girls and so like we'll go back and forth and like we'll argue like 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 doing that entire scene like you've been late you've been mean <laughs> and you're getting fatter every day like i will like like that's like like so oh, instead of not to be go back and forth doing musicals I love but doing I, that. And I love singing with my friends too. I feel like they really um they really help me um feel comfortable to like sing. I feel like they really made me comfortable. They made me um what's the word? I'm trying to find the word. They made me um accept my voice for what it is because when I first started singing, I did not like my voice. I hated my voice. Especially when I um got flag for when I'm finding I'm like okay it's not even all that they really helped me um look fall in love with my voice be just because of how much they loved it well I love that for you because I asked you that because I kind of judge people if they can't go back and forth doing Chicago with me <laughs> like like I kind of do choose my friends by how much of Chicago they know and if I'm they want to be in the cell block tango, then I don't fuck with you because I do six. Period. There is okay, no comma. You know what? Music taste is definitely a hit or miss, though. You gotta have good music taste to be my friend. You can't just be playing no gang banging and all that dumb. Right. Work, so like, I kind of judge by their music. T- not like, oh, you're a bad person, but like, I don't. Yeah, really but like, know. I see what. T- yeah, I see your vibe. No, no, certain shit. You, you know what I mean. 
Like, if yeah, you don't know, because the music, um, a person's music, what they like, that tells them a lot about themselves. It does. And, you know, it really, and now the older I get, I, I kind of realize when I'm too old to hang with certain people by their music. Mm-hmm. Like, I realize, oh, yeah. I'm too old to be friends with you. Like, if you didn't know that Queen Latifah was a rapper, I ain't got no business fucking with you. Yeah, yeah, if you don't know that, you just live under a damn rock at this like, point. Like, if you didn't know that I did music before she was just the announcer at the BET Awards, then I don't need to be nowhere near you. Yeah, like, if you, didn't know that, you don't got no culture. Was the dude that said, Mama said, knock you out. Like, I ain't got time for that. So, I just, I just, you know. <laughs> You're funny. I just like to know how people use music to gauge the people around them because it's such a universal language. You it know is. what I mean? Music speaks anywhere and everywhere. People like Beyonce was out in Dubai somewhere creating new runs and harmonies and TikTok challenges. And I don't even know right. what speak out there, but I don't know if it's English. <laughs> I don't know what they speak in Dubai. But I'm just saying, like, like she all the way out in the Africas and the Asias and the things doing all these world mm-hmm. tours. Getting the corn. Yeah, don't know a lick of English, but they know Beyonce. But they okay, and that's but they know they no good music. That's <laughs> crazy too. How do you just not know no English, but you know Beyonce? I'm just saying, like, like it, like it really gags me because I be watching Ashanti. You know, she stay on tour. She stay Ooh, on stage. Yes, I love it to Ashanti. She stay on stage and on vacation. That's the those are the two places that Ashanti will will be at all yes, times. Hanging and and somewhere wearing a bikini and God bless her for it. She's it's still that. looking good. She aging like fine wine. I'm telling you, but it's crazy seeing her in the south of France somewhere singing foolish and the girls is like right with a French I'm like, accent. I'm like, you talking about this? I don't know nothing about that. Girl, no, ma'am. Then she'll flip it on them. <laughs> then they'll know the lyrics to Unfoolish, too. Oh, my gosh, child. That's the real. That's what you know. You a real Ashanti fan. Where you yeah, know you are. Yeah. And Unfoolish. That's how you know. You, you know what? Speaking of, let me just dive in. Who's in Edwin's top five vocalists? Ooh, top five vocalist, child. Brandy, because if she's not on your list, then this interview is over. Oh, Brandy, that's the vocal bio, baby. Period. That's so I'll be, I'll just be having a gauge. Nah, I'm fucking with you. But I love you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love me some Brandy. My boyfriend, he loves the fuck out of Brandy. And hey, some R&B. Ooh, now you said top five, child. Okay, I gotta say Whitney Houston because I love me some Whitney. Like Whitney hands down. Ooh, child. Oof. I say and Whitney. It's no pressure because I I always let people choose their top five how they choose their top five. It, it don't gotta mm-hmm. be the best singer in the world. Yeah, it don't gotta be the best because I don't always like the overly best singer. I love soul too. Yes, because my top five when it comes to vocalists, people would think I'm fucking nuts, but we'll get. <laughs> I say, okay, Beyonce, some Whitney. Mm-hmm. 
Mm, Beyonce, Whitney, who else? You know who I really love? I don't think the vocalist, though. I love The Weeknd, though. That's my favorite. Well, he's one of my favorite artists. I always got to keep him close to my heart because he made me fall in love with music. I loved I love Abel. No shade. Like, there would be yes. nothing better than the Balloons and Thursday EP for me. Like, yeah. oh, yes. Like, I yes. can't touch the, the House of Balloons. The song he High just... for This is unimaginable things for me. And I don't know if you're old enough to hear the, the um, type of thing <laughs> that I'm going to do to that song. Child. Child, look. He need to go back to that. Ooh, let me know. Okay. I agree. He, to to that <laughs> he does, but I'm not playing. For, I'm so serious. Them, that first, I'm like, ooh, I made fun of him. Like, so, Thursday, though, like, like, come on. Like, Starboy Q, we love you doing songs, you know, Gomez and them, and you know, they're like, yeah, it's, it's okay, but like, you can at least give me like a beauty behind the mind of madness. Something. That was okay. Don't go farther than that, though. I'll take after sure. hours. No shade. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. After hours. Like, yes. I'm getting back. Okay. okay now getting back. No. Because after hours okay. feel like a natural evolution of the trilogy. Because yeah. we all knew, like the real Abel fans, we know that it was House of Balloons Thursday and the other. Yes. Day. Exactly. And then. And then the trilogy, but, that's just a mixture of it. That's just those songs put together as one project, exactly. right? I feel like that was a natural evolution of the trilogy, but mm-hmm. we went back to Thursday. Exactly. All the way back to the raw vocals. Like, give me the, the stem. Right, give me the right. When you were yeah, in your car, like, um, whatever, yeah. computer. Like I like like I want you to go find that. Like I want you to find that Blackberry with a side scroll. If you know you right, know. give me the. I need that. He need to go back where we go back in that time zone from where he was. He need to. He didn't got a little, got a little money. He said, "Okay, let me get mm-hmm. cute." He went and got them pop coins. A lot mm-hmm. of weed, and I can't be mad at him because I bet a lot that's of weed. You too, but we're not talking about rappers right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. We so, got Whitney. <laughs> we'll come back to her, trust me. Yeah, we will. We got Beyonce, Abel. Yeah, okay, let's see. You know who I really used to love? You know what? I got to say Kelly Rowland, too, because Kelly Rowland, I like. I love her solo. Okay, let me not say all her. I love her solo music. Like, her last I Won't Talk Again, that was one of my. My mom, she loved that album. She always played this song. Every single song of that album, I love. Like, I love her rich tone. Like, ooh, the death. I just love it. I just love her in the chocolate beauty. And the, I just You know when I love Kelly Rowland the most? Huh? You know when I love Kelly Rowland the most? Uh, when? When she was doing dance music with David Guetta. <sighs> Oh my gosh, yes. When love, yes, when love, ooh, yes, that, that whole Here I Am album was that uh, shit. Like, Man, I still- her flowers that she should have got. I work out to Commander every day. So oh, like, that, that yes. song is ingrained, like embedded in my motherfucking brain. Yes, Commander right. is that shit. Ooh, that Seriously. bitch is getting her ass off in that song too. 
she just seemed to be her happiest when she was doing yeah, dance music. She did. And you know she um brought dance music to the US. Yes. Before it got like, oversaturated. She found David and was like, oh bitch, I'm gonna start doing that. And yeah. her label her for years. And that and, and like overseas, Kelly Rowland exactly. was that girl. Oh, getting over that overseas coin. She was that girl overseas she and the U.S. behind. I was like, bitch, y'all giving Lady Gaga all these flowers, but y'all want to Right, but y'all think it might be Kelly? See, that's why I'll be because they don't be knowing good music. The um, U.S. they got a classic record, but y'all want to shade Kelly Rowland. No shade to Cassie. I love me and you. Right? No, for real, though. That's the My honest girl. truth, though. Because, baby, that's if you want to go back to the 106 and Park days, Michelle was the one that fell, and Cassie was the one that was standing up there. Sh- right, <laughs> with them flat ass like notes. Night. <laughs> yeah. No shade. I love these girls. It's nothing. I, yes, I like Cassie, but it's like, baby, you gotta give motherfuckers flowers when they flowers are due. Like, you can't just be having my bitch Kelly Brown out here working, and, and you know, black women gotta work ten times harder. Y'all owe Kelly, cause they like do. This, they fail her miserably. When she busts down the BET Awards with Eve, and right, fucking like that. Ooh, I just love in that album too, Miss Kelly. Yeah, she yeah. was giving Miss Kelly. But I do got a beef with her though, cause I do. Well, well, I ain't gonna say a full blown beef, cause the internet take beef real, real serious nowadays, especially. Yeah, you know they sit for that. But um. <clears throat> You know the girls like tussle on Twitter, mm-hmm. but uh, but I to be, but I do got a little smoke with Kelly, and I do want to know what what the fuck is going on with her and June's diary, and why she just left them in the oh, ring. Oh my, yeah, it's just let they ask me. Let them them for being honorable and still sticking by them, but what's up? No, with but baby, diary? you created that group, so you need to um. No, I didn't like that either, though. And I'm, I forgot about fucking June's diary. Little mix or whoever. One of them groups. And you don't talk about June's diary, bitch. Where's June's diary? Oof, they didn't. They came and went. Damn, I forgot about June's diary. I watched that whole... Oh my gosh! And I really, when I'm, I'm telling you, I really thought the motherfucker was gonna be them bitches when I came up. I don't know what it is, but people just do not be supporting the black girl groups anymore like they used to. Like I do not see it anymore like I used to. And we need that type of music. We need that because and music is to die. Kind of glad that she didn't do the second season because the second season was supposed to be boy groups, and I was gonna go ahead and bust down to the bust down, and I was just oh look, I'd be like um. <laughs> Period. Yeah, like I was not trying to. And, and then when I saw that, and I was like, girl, you just left them in the desk. Like, you left them before they first single came out. Like, girl, you was gone before Lance came out, girl. You no, know, for real. And that's crazy because I'm like, girl, did you really like believe <laughs> She must have lost that. Right, she probably what? just wants that BT check. Got the girl signed to the damn label and everything. Oh, she said, okay, bye. Members I in the group. Like, you set them up to fail, low-key, to me. For, for real, though, because, because it's like, you you was the main 
I feel like she was the main person in charge. If she was still over there, she would have been the main person that had the most power over there for that group. Because you created the group. Well, who was the other dude? Um, he used to... Um, Frank Gadsden. Yep, Frank Gadsden. Now he stood beside them. Yeah, like he's he still working today, I think. Yeah, I don't know. True child. They haven't put out a song in so, so damn long. Oh yeah, like, I think like a year ago or something like that. But like, it is, I just, I'm upset. That really upsets me. It really does upset me. It, do, it, it definitely does. I don't know, child. That shouldn't have happened like that. I thought that was going to be something, too. You should have saw my dumb ass. She done played in my face. Child. Right. That is fucking crazy. So talk to me about your writing process, because I remember you saying earlier that you were writing before you ever really started like believing in yourself vocally. What's your writing process like? Well, when I first uh, started writing, I used to just write like with anything that came to my mind. I would like write whole songs with no beats or nothing or hooks or nothing to them. But now I feel like I feel more confident writing when I find uh, instrumental and I like um I get like my mic I love doing this it's like one my, this is like a new writing style for me I started doing this for this um project but I would just um find a beat and I just um, record record my phone put my phone on the recording and I'll just be freestyling melodies and harmonies and stuff over it, whatever and then what I'll do is I'll go back to the um video and I'll take little melodies out and stuff and put words to them. And me, I like to write a nice catchy hook. So I'll write the hook first, right? And then I'll go back to the um, verses and stuff. But see, it's different with me with each song. Like, if it's like a um, ballet or something that's more, um, you know, down, down pace, what's it? Um, that's more slower or like more emotional. Mm-hmm. I actually um, sit there and just write. I wouldn't have to do all of it. Um, let me just freestyle and do that. No, because I write and then just write what comes to my mind, how I feel right there. But like if it's like a fun song or, you know, I just get, I just um, freestyle a melody, then I write to that melody. Because I feel like I write my best when I'm, um, freestyling the melodies because my like I don't I can't think of melodies if I'm writing I like if I think of melodies just off the top of my head and it's hitting I'm like okay I'm gonna keep that take that in put that right there and then we'll just write something off of that no so I like yeah I like doing music like that I um I really like see when I first started writing I always wrote sad, sad songs and stuff <laughs> so I'm trying to get um in my groove child <laughs> so what do you think is one song of yours that would allow my audience to instantly get to know you as an artist um oh I say um this song off my last uh, mixtape is called Year of the Man um, 
that song it literally talks about like for me growing up being gay like just growing up and being a gay black boy coming out at the age of 12 like so young to come out and basically that tells me that um song it talks about my whole life journey in that song like it, it is like a reflection of me i remember when i first recorded that song i first of all i when i record songs and so i love to have like my friend group to come to the session with me and stuff so they can give me honest feedback i didn't even want them to come in the session with me for that song because i was so emotional in that song and then when I recorded it I couldn't even uh, really listen to it all the time because I'm like ooh I'm just getting emotional I'm gonna cry child <laughs> but I feel like this year I really came around to it and I really I'm really happy that I did that song because that song doing music like that is therapeutic to me like I love writing down my feelings singing it out and then letting, letting it go away growing from it so I really think You're the Man, definitely um, a song that talks about me. I think that was my I was that was my most personal song that I ever wrote to this day. And I love my favorite song. This is my favorite song that I made. Um, it's Around. I love Around. <laughs> but that's not like a personal song. It's just a fun pop song. Okay. So, what are your thoughts on the current state of R&B? Mm. <clears throat> Let me see. I feel like, okay, you know what? I feel like R&B is trying to come back. Like, if you asked me this last year, I'd have said that. I don't know where the fuck is going. Even still today, I still be like, it's too bland. I don't know, bland. Like, I think that's music in general. I think it's just getting so watered down. But like, you oh, Coco Jones, like I love me Coco Jones, some Ari Lennox, some Queen Niger. So I feel like, I really feel like that R&B is not dead. I just think that R&B, people forgot about R&B, how good R&B is, because I think that rap is so oversaturated that no, don't nobody even really, Care about R&B? Don't nobody push R&B like they like how R&B was. R&B used to be popping. I don't understand why it's just like left in the dust now. Like it's like a secondary fucking genre. It's really sad because you know we think about the '90s and the early 2000s, and hush, girl, damn. <laughs> <laughs> For, for the children listening, that's Abby. They know my dog. They know she kicking in as fuck and she'd like to just bust in on the podcast. But mm-hmm. but like since I've been doing the interviews, like she hasn't really made an appearance in a while. So she said so I'm getting my um, She's get like, my bitch, no. Like, can we move on? Hey, she, Abby. she said she said right to that. She's like, yeah, let's wrap this up. Like, or you got 10 minutes while I start showing out. Oh, what kind of dog do you have? She's a pit mix. I don't know exactly what she mixed with. I have three. One is a chihuahua. One is a bigger version of her. 
named Luna, but this is my baby. She's my youngest. Oh, so she's a little kid. I love pit bulls. I used to have when I was little. I had a childhood dog, but my boogers couldn't go on Bless her. Oh, well, you got me talking to dog. It's a child. Uh, the exact same way. Uh, why do you think I have three? But this ain't about you. We'll get to you later. <laughs> or uh, Abby. Damn. Now, back to you. Describe the moment that you would feel like you've made it as an artist. Um, ooh. I feel like the moment I made it as an artist is when I'm getting a check with just sleeping. Where I'm just getting a pass. I'm getting a check without even working, child. I feel like when I really, I feel like if when I really, I made it, it's when I can just really like just when I've got people working for me. Like when I don't have to do every single thing by myself because I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes it do get really stressful trying to be an independent artist because you got to do everything like you have to be your own designer you have to be your own manager you have to do every single thing by yourself and ain't it's it's not really it's i ain't gonna say it's not a lot of opportunities but it's hard to get opportunities when you're in a certain area when you know a certain amount of people and you gotta expand you do this gotta do that do this and that sometimes it feels like uh, a never-ending project like so i feel like i when i really made it is when i can be comfortable where i'm at just performing you know like i always said i don't really care to go mainstream or extra mainstream because i'm not really into all of that because they get weird when you get to hollywood like I feel like I really made it once. I really have a strong fan base. That's all I really want for girls. Just a strong fan base, a strong support system. That's checking for me. That's all I want. Like if I just have a fan base that can check that wants me to do music and that's, you know, here for me. And if I um post the concert, if I post the um show that I'm doing and I show up and all these people that's when I really feel like I made it because I feel like I ain't have to work 10 times harder to just to get half of what I want that makes sense I can see that okay okay now have you ever heard of the game this or that I think I did heard heard that before who did that game before at child, a little bit of everybody, to be perfectly honest. I yeah, can't I'm sure I heard that game before. I don't know who I stole it from, but shout out to y'all. <laughs> but, you know, basically, I'm just going to ask you questions related to the music industry. And, you know, you can get with this or you can get with that. Okay. How's that sound? Mm-hmm, sound fun. Okay. By jewelry or by property? Oh, I'm gonna buy some property. You can make a um, can buy that property, make some apartments, or rent it out, chat. I like the way you think. Get your body done or stay natural. I'm gonna stay natural because I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared of that. 
I'm just scared of stuff like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I love my body so child. I can't do no surgery. The only type of surgery I'm doing is like laser hair or something. I love that. Sign to a label or stay indie? Um, ooh, that's a good one. You know what? I'm going to say... You know what? It depends because it's different um, for I think it's different each artist when they sign to somebody. You know what? I think I'm gonna say independent because I feel like when you sign to a label, you damn near a slave to them. Like if you ain't reading your contract right. But if you, if I got a nice little contract, that's some good benefits. I might sign up. Oof! What, what am I gonna do? sign or am I going to go independent I'm really going to say I'm going to say sign because if I saw a paper in my face I'm probably going to sign it unless it's RCA yeah I ain't doing RCA because they did my bitch to not shave their trifling and they, they doing their money wrong too they did Tadashi wrong they did Normani wrong or still doing Normani wrong they mm-hmm. did green dirty chat oh. and not a she Chris was signed to RCA Yes, cause oh Jay. Oh my gosh! You know he was really kind of jive, and then jive melted into RCA, and then you know yeah. those like. Oh my just, gosh! Like, yeah, I can't do. I'm not doing all damn RCA. That and that and stuff like that. That's what really makes me scared to like sign so late because you're signing your fucking life away down there. Like, they yeah, ground your voice. That. You know, I to that I would say it depends on the label, but if RCA slide you a contract, hell yeah, I'm not. like, mm, I'm fine, dude. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Okay, I got another way. Yeah, I rather sign to Tanache, yes, bro. I ain't got time for that. Okay, for real, I have signed to one of these big ass independent labels before I do all that. Shine, uh, that's okay. my man's thing. Cause she went independent and put out the best damn album of her career. Okay. So I, I was just on my boyfriend. I like she didn't went independent and that was, as soon as she went independent, she didn't had her best catalog since. Her best. Now, when it comes to vocals, do you prefer big vocals like Whitney or smooth vocals like Aaliyah? I love big vocals like Ooh, you know who I forgot that um, on my top five motherfucking Christina Aguilera. Love, I love, and I ain't gonna say I love her music because I love, I love, I love a good chunk of her music, but I don't really like just listen <laughs> to her. I just love her voice, like, and I think I love, I think I love, love like real loud baby voices because that's what I be trying, trying to love but dang that you know what I love a smooth voice because sometimes a loud ass voice can get irritating like sometimes I need something to suit me mm-hmm. but I feel like ooh like voices like that it just it would just get so I feel the passion I feel emotion like so I'm gonna say I, I need a voice like when okay would you rather what get a rap? Huh? What type of voice do you like? Um, for me, I if I was actually singing, it would be 
smooth vocals like 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 I would give the Aaliyah vocals, early Usher vocals, like, but not even like my way, uh, like uh, uh, Usher. Like I'm talking, call me a Mac poetic justice soundtrack, Usher. Uh, like yes, I'm talking, okay, to yes. I like the way you look at me, smooth. Yes, like, like so in it. or even like when Michael Jackson is singing, singing all smooth, butterflies. Oh, that yes, that. Mm-hmm. Very dad, yeah. That's what I give. Then I also lit like big vocals touch me more. Like I get moved by vocals. Like, like can't nobody. Like I will slap a bitch if she say something about Don Robinson. Vogue, I dare you. Yes, I dare you. Okay, you got don't let by in Vogue is the single best R and B song Mm -hmm. ever ever sung, ever recorded. I don't care what nobody got to say about it. I didn't ask you. Is that good? Ooh. Yes. I'm going to fight somebody over Don Robinson's throat. You got, look, yeah. I'll take that bitch and put it in mine. I'm going to clone her fucking vocal cords. Like, absolutely. I, I ain't going to clone the rest of her, but I'm going to clone her vocal cords. Real <laughs> But I'm like that about Brandy too, because Brandy is like the voice yes, of because, my yes. life. Like she's the voice of my entire life. Like I used to say, she the voice of my down. Yes, like she used to be the voice of my childhood until she put out B7 and then Borderline came out, and then I was like, God damn, not at my yes. big age. That's oh my god, I used to. Oh, I'm like, oh my gosh, I just want to do the words like her, like. Ooh, yes. and Brandy is still speaking for me at my big age like girl yes, yes. so I get smooth vocals but I live for a big vocal cause yeah. like oh, me and Tamar Brace and I really stand out right now but I love that but I love that box oh yeah Tamar she be singing down like when she put out that song Crazy Kind of Love from the True to the Game soundtrack. I yes. Was, uh, like, I was force-feeding that song down anybody's throat that I could get within a six-foot radius because it was really cold. But, like, I was force-feeding that, that song to anybody because I was like, ain't nobody singing like this no more. Like, I get chills when I hear this song. Like, like ain't nobody singing like yes. this. No, like, ain't nobody doing that anymore. Girl. Mm. Shout she out to Tamar. Is. And she's still singing that ass off. Yes, God. How, how does Bristol go out? Yeah, Shit, I don't go out trying to do all that. Ghost Dream changed, because, yes, God. <laughs> Ghost Dream changed and Ghost Dream go, because by the time this comes out, the um, single will have already come out. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> so, Stream changed back to back and just did tweet them together so so um Tamar can hear him saying. Yeah. <laughs> we all about Mark. Yes, go ahead. Oof, Speaking of, would you rather get a rapper for this feature or get a singer? Um, well, I actually have a rapper for this feature he actually is my brother and I never did a song with him and I've been wanting to do a song with my brother so but 
so bad because oh my god he just I just love his voice he be giving me J. Cole and Drake so I said I need to have a song with my brother I always wanted to have a song with my brother because we love doing music so I said I gotta have him on this song because this is a dance song and I need a nice good rap verse for this song to get it turned shout out to Broski I love that so in that mindset, would you rather be in a group or stay in a or stay a solo artist? Oof. Um, I think I'ma just stay solo because I didn't saw some people in some groups and people don't be seeing eye to eye all the time, and I don't have that to do. When I, I like to do things on my time. And I always wanted to be in a group. I always said I wanted to be in a group. And I actually was supposed to be in one, but that kind of fell short. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to go ahead and stay solo because therefore I don't have to worry about what everybody else is doing and when everybody else is going to do something. I feel you. I, I, I like being in a group. I've always been like something I wanted to do because that just seems so fun to just be harmonizing and singing together. Ooh, that's just so fun. Listen, for the people who have listened to this podcast, they know I am a group fanatic. I audition for making a band. Like, yes, I'm this group shit. Like, I really love groups. Like, I legit could have been in day 26 if yes, I was I... Sadly, oh I was 16. <laughs> but they didn't have that. So, fuck MTV. Right, so I'm like, um, y'all didn't say that, the fuck? Yeah, and I'm kind of still not over it because I was going to so go give my inconvenience fee. It did. Like, that inconvenienced me because I went all the way from Fayetteville, North Carolina to motherfucking yeah, like on a bus to audition. I missed two... I, I missed the first two days of school. Like... Yeah, like, no. See, that's the inconvenience. I need my fee. And the, and the only reason I didn't get on the show was because I was six was because I was 16, not because I wasn't talented. Because you were 16? Wow, that's crazy. So when they was gonna redo it in like 2019, oh, I was gonna go get my lick off. I'm like, like, oh yeah, I'm I'm back and I'm back. And then, they should have said that. That's something you gotta um say and advertise. You can't just be thinking anybody can come. And then when somebody fucking comes, oh, you're not old enough to um bitches, you gonna get my plane ticket back, huh? Now 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 had they done that show after day twenty six, I'm sure that would have been in the website because they was like, Well, you know that you're supposed to be eight. I was like, Well, it's not on your website. Like it's not like it's not in any of the fine print, and they actually went back and reviewed the website, and they was like, "Well, damn, it's not." So they had to right. cut. So, so therefore, you need to really go in. I was like, "That's such bullshit." Yeah, that's some. Um, yeah, well, I know you was hurt. I'd have been satisfied. I was big hurt, like big hurt. But once again, hindsight is twenty twenty. I. As much as I love groups, and I would probably still want still want to be in a group today, my better judgment would tell me don't do it. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, because I'm sure you've been watching the Queens of R&B, child, and, and I damn, 
if I get a lot I'll be damned. Yeah, this is too much drama for me. Actually stuck to a Latasha Scott. No man. I'm like, yeah, because if I be in the group, I'm a country case. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I'm gonna have to like have it in my contract that if we get physical with each other, can't nobody call the police because I'm gonna whoop your ass. Right, you better sign an NDA. You better go ahead and sign an NDA, sign a clause, call it a closed door session, like we back in jobs today, because I'm gonna whoop your ass for sure, for sure. Like, but you know, shout out to. Um, would you rather do a sexy video or do a serious video? I love giving um, sexy and um, pictures and stuff, so I'd probably do a sexy video. I've seen your you know Instagram. What's so funny because, <laughs> mm-hmm. because when I first started with music and my sister, I remember my sister and my um, nephew. I don't know why he was listening to my music anyways. C-A-O. He told my son, well, my sister, he told your music be a little too raunchy for me. I'm like, well, I'm sorry. I have to write what I feel. Like, <laughs> like I'm sorry that I'm not writing Baby Shark. My dad. Right, I'm right. I am sorry that I'm not writing the alphabet. <laughs> But like no, I, I love, you know what, I say both too, though, because I feel like I don't want to just be no sex symbol at the end of the day. Like, I want to have, I want people to look at me as an actual artist and not just a sex symbol or like some, you know, like like a throwaway or, you know, type of artist. Like, but I feel like, because I, cause I do, I do be giving serious living. Mm-hmm. I like I always have the my strategies I was like oh it's gonna do a fun song and then I gotta give an actual song with substance too cause I be trying to cater to both but me I feel like I'm actually starting to get more into like doing being more serious I'm getting older and I wanna actually start making music that's actually meaningful and that talks about something I, I don't wanna be making songs with no substance it's something that I ain't gonna want to listen to five years from now. I love that. I absolutely love that. So, would you rather win a Grammy or win a Folk Train Award? Hmm. Well, you know what? <laughs> they both trash. Um, <laughs> Shout out to Ari Lennox, man. Oh my God, I love me some Ari. My boyfriend, he loves me some. He loves some Ari. He even got um, me hooked on the Ari. Yeah, man. man I, I don't know. Song. You know what? I would probably really want to like win. I don't. Okay, I, if I won a Grammy, that would be a nice ass night. But I wouldn't be wanting to like pander to the fucking Grammys to win no fucking Grammy. Like, if I win it just from being myself authentically and doing my music as I please, then I would be that would be a um, night to remember. But a Soul Train Award too, I really would want to win a Soul Train Award too. Shit, ooh Soul Train, no. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm gonna go ahead and say a Grammy. Okay, 
I thank the Soul Train Awards for even really getting me hooked on Ari Lennox because I like I knew who Ari Lennox was, but I had never really listened to her music like that until she went the fuck off on the Soul Train Awards. Yes. Like, well, damn. She and you know what? I, I'm sorry. I had to take my. I had to take that back because the Soul Train Awards. That's all about R&B, black music. So I'm gonna have to say that because Grammys, they're very much whitewashed. It is. I think the Grammys is more about. It's more about the political, the politics and shit. And, I'm pretty sure the Soul Train Awards is too. Like they all, all the award shows is. But I, I'm trying to think about what the um, award show, what they genre of music cater to. And R&B, I, I'm gonna have to say that. Ooh, that's a hard question. Why are you giving these hard questions? Because it's what I do. <laughs> it's literally what I do. <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm like, ooh, I think I want to. Nah, but I think I want to do that, like. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so in that line of thinking, would you rather be famous or known? Um, I'd rather be known because I feel like when you're famous, you don't have no privacy. And mm-hmm. privacy is everything to me. I love having my own privacy and be able to just go out or walk around without everybody down my motherfucking neck. I mm-hmm. feel like that's that would start to get like very much irritating because I don't even like when I go in the store and somebody staring at me too damn long. Yikes. Uh, yeah, I'd rather be known. I feel like sometimes when you become famous and overly rich, you start to work, like overwork yourself. Like at this point, you're not even working for yourself. You're working for everybody else. So, my last one for this or that is for your. Do you prefer releasing albums or releasing EPs? I prefer releasing uh, albums. But you know what I uh, uh, learned? I think that as an independent artist, it's more smarter to release EPs because albums, that costs a lot of money. Shit. When I um, did my first uh, mixtape, it was eight songs. And when I was counting all how much all the studio sessions was and buying the beats, that was almost over a thousand dollars and i'm like okay you know what let me just pump the brakes a little bit and just go slower and i think that um when you do albums you get a full experience you get a full body of work like that's why i really like about albums like when you do an ep it's not that long like a whole album that can be like a whole diary a whole story how you feel you do an ep you can't really I mean, you. I, I don't mean I say you can't really talk about much, but you can't really. What is you go really gonna put in an EP? I feel like in an album, you gotta like it gotta be given an album because you can listen to an album and it ain't sounding like an album. If I hear an album, it needs to sound like a body of work. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like 
you know, I feel like some people, it depends on what it is you really have to say at the time. Because I feel like yeah, some people yeah. put out an album just because they feel like they have to put out an album and then we get a bunch of filler songs that we really could have just yeah, left. Exactly. And that's why and that's why I feel like sometimes that's and that's just like why I said I feel like by being independent is better not let me not say better, but it's well, I think for me it's better on putting out an EP before an album because I don't know how long it would take for me to really do an album because I really want to put my all in an album and doing like at least like 11 or 13 songs. I want each and every song to be about something. I don't want a lot of filler songs. And it's hard, and shoot, sometimes it takes years to write an album. And I don't want to just rush just, just to have an album out. Like you said, some because I've listen to some of these people and have them with fillers. Okay. I mean, you should, but like, for business purposes, this was great. But for longevity purposes, I don't know how effective yeah. this would be. Like when Chris exactly. Brown did 38, 40 album, um, that, that dog on 40 song album. Like, how many of those I'm songs? like, boy, I'm not doing all that. I done fell asleep to that shit. Exactly. It's like for streaming. Too much. I need to give me right. I, it's, it's too like, much. I want to actually listen to it. Don't want to sit and listen to no damn album for five hours. Exactly. Not the same album. Right. Yeah, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. At this point, you're. Re- oh, I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I was just. What was I about to say? Oh, I was saying. I feel like. Um, yeah, like when you independent doing a um, project, I feel like it is harder doing like an album because you don't really have. Why? Well, let me not say that you that you need somebody to help you do an album, but I feel like it is better when you have people around you to help you do that album like make it sound to the best potential that it can be without just having your ear I always felt like that I always feel I need another ear to to criticize me about what they feel like could be better because when you're independent it's just hard like doing a whole I, I don't know how people can do like a whole album like I, I'll get somebody well, I'll say this. I can do like a whole album if it's like three. If you give me a year and a half, I can do like a whole album. It really means something. But like doing a whole album just by yourself, you can't say, you can't tell me that that bitch ain't gonna have no feelings on <laughs> Because then, I, then it's like, um, you basically just trying to um, hurry up and get it done and you want and I feel like you know what I feel like sometimes I feel like some like independent artists we want to have an album just to say that it's uh... yeah that's really what it is and I'd be like, like did you yeah I'm like what is okay what is your album about what is you talking about in this album right you can do what you see and it can still you can still have a lot of substance in the EP, but you don't need to overly you don't need to do a whole bunch of songs to get your message through. 
exactly sometimes you just need to have the right amount of lyrics and the right song and you don't necessarily need 13 songs to give one message sometimes it takes eight and I, and I exactly okay. and that's why i and that's why i said i'm just gonna do mixtapes and eps because i don't want to um like when i really want to do an album i want that to be like a staple in like my discography i don't want to just have an album because an album that's an album like that's your like a first album you gotta hit like i'm trying to get beyonce dangerously in love in the first album uh yeah, that's right you can't just put on the medium so at this point in your career what would you say is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? Ooh, that's a good question. I say, let me start with um I think my biggest my biggest weakness is Oh, that's a good question. I never sat back and thought about that. Um I feel like my biggest weakness is okay. Let me start with my strengths because I gotta think about that one. <laughs> Bro, I gotta, I gotta sit and think like, what do I not? I think my biggest strength weakness. Right? Don't think about what they're bad at until they have to. Right? No, for real though, because <laughs> everybody ain't ain't nobody perfect. But um, I think. I think my biggest strength is um, being as strategic. I try to be planned out and make sure I have like, okay, if I do this song, I need to make sure I have this and this and that to back it and this to promote it and then go here to perform it. I love to be precise with what I'm doing. I don't be liking to just be like, no shame but I don't be wanting to try to be like no and just like an internet um artist like I like to go out and actually engage with people with music and performing not just like performing on live so I say that I think that would be like um one of my um strengths I think one of my strengths too is um like doing it and doing it like 100 like if I'm, i like if i said if i'm gonna do something i'm gonna put my all in i ain't gonna half ass it because if i'm gonna do a song i'm gonna want people to see i'm gonna want it to be memorable i'm gonna want you know i'm gonna show people that i'm gonna show people that i'm serious about my craft and that i love what i do that's why i feel like every time i do a song or if i do a project I have to go somewhere and perform. I can't just drop a song and not perform it. Or I have to promote it somehow. I can't just drop it and then, okay, that's the end of it. No, I need to go perform it, try to find somebody, to some audience to um, connect with with it. I feel like um, ooh, my weak, one of my weaknesses is, I think one of my... Um, one of I think my weakness is not knowing what your weakness is no I'm joking 
I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I don't. I don't say how you know. Perfect. <laughs> I'm perfect. I have no weaknesses. What do you mean? What are those? I don't I'm know. What <laughs> I don't know what those are. I've never seen a food stamp. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I think my weakness is that um, sometimes I overthink. Or I think that... Let me not say I... Okay, you know what? Sometimes I do overthink. Or you let me say this. Let me be honest. Not you overthinking about overthinking. Right. No, for real. Look, sometimes I think my weakness is that's... Sometimes I, when I um, get to in my head about what people think about like my music, I try to like make a song that caters to everybody and then forget what I'm trying to say in my own song. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like sometimes I'm like, okay. I'm not um, talking about nothing. I'm just trying to cater to what everybody wants me to do. And you, um, that's what I learned from my last stuff. I'm like, okay, fuck what anybody have to say about my music. If you fuck with it, you fuck with it. But if you feel like what I shouldn't do, I should not try to like cater to a specific audience or try to be, try to do something because I feel like this type of audience will like it, but this one won't. I don't know. I just think that um, sometimes I can get to in my head and try to like please everybody with my music. Or you know, it's another thing. I feel like sometimes I feel like I can. Um, I expect people to um, support me. Like I had to learn that. I'm like, first, first of all, ain't nobody obligated to support me. Ain't nobody obligated to listen to my music. I mean, if you do, that's a blessing, but ain't nobody ever obligated to do that. And I had to learn that because that used to eat me up. Is that even a weakness? Um, I would count it as one being too hyper aware of outside perception. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to I had to stop doing I'm like, you know what? Because at this point, it's just taking the fun of it. You know, it's another weakness, too. I'm so glad you said that. Another mm. weakness is sometimes I get too serious with the music and I forget to just have fun with it. Like, that's my weakness when it I'm like, yeah, I'm like, let me not act like it's just a job because I'll be so serious. I'm like, okay, I need to make sure this is that and that is this. And sometimes like I just need to let loose sometimes just have fun with it that's when you feel your best when you have a fun with the music absolutely I think that's really my biggest weakness when it comes to music is that I'm too locked into being a statement artist um, because all the music I've done professionally has been like statement music and it's been like music that's been impactful or about a specific thing or like you know concept music or you know you know 
something with a very specific message. And I don't really know how to just have fun with music. So I've had, so I have all these random verses out there that I've done just trying to have fun with music, like these open verses I've done on Instagram or like these word of the day verses that I did on TikTok years ago, like where I was just trying to have fun with music. And I mm-hmm. think they're good is, but it's like, I don't know how to just write a song and just be like, I, I don't know how to write like a super bass. Like, like, like I can't write starships, bro. Yeah, I can't I do that. You know what? And I think that's, um, I look and see, I would, let me not say I wish, but I feel like that's a, to me, I think that kind of can be a good thing because some people, they just have, I don't know, I say have too much fun with it, but they okay forget that maybe you need to bring some substance to the music. Let's not just be a throwaway track and little track, a burner song, and then it's gone now. Yeah, because the problem is, is that a lot of these girls can write a quick hit and they not writing shit to last them that long. That's right, it's not going to sustain. It's got no replay value. Yeah. And that's um, a problem with um, a lot of these, a lot of these motherfucking rap artists are doing Lotto. Yeah. That's Lotto's problem right now. That's been mm-hmm. Sweetie's problem whole fucking career. Yeah, her whole up. career. Now, I'm just, oh, it's, and I'm, I'm just so irritated. I'm like, why the fuck? First of all, when Nicki Minaj was whole on the motherfucking throne for so long, and when um a couple rap girls would come in, they doing the thing, they doing it, they have they doing it for real. But now I feel like they didn't got too comfortable and just thinking they oh I can do this and that. You know it's another thing too. I feel like artists is not really in the forefront it's not artists to me anymore it's influencers to me now at this point because they don't ain't no I don't see no artist development with none of these motherfuckers yeah because you know being popular on social media is more important than being a great artist exactly which I'm glad that sweetie well I'm not gonna say I'm glad that her career is going this way but like I am glad that she has provided an example of that not working exactly Sure, you've been nominated for two Grammys. Sure, you've had a McDonald's meal. Sure, you're a great influencer. But one, you didn't win the Grammys. And two, you dropped a project that only sold 12K in a week. Like Exactly. And it's like, baby, you can have all them Grammys. You can have all of that. But at the end of the day, is anybody going to remember you from 10 years from now? Right. Anybody going to remember you? People need to make music that that's memorable. Like, I don't know. Like, I need another Lauren Hill in this bitch. Right. Like, like there needs to be a balance. Shout out to Rhapsody. Um, Like, the problem is, and I was having this conversation really with myself the other day, but I was thinking, and I was like, you know what's crazy is that back in the day, when Nikki was at the peak of her reign, she was really the only girl that was out, right? There was a few, you know, making their wave. That there was Iggy, there was Azalea Banks, there was a couple girls that you know caught their moments, right? Mm-hmm. But when Cardi came through, she bust open the door, and yeah, people and are gonna like. People are I gonna hate like, me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, you're fine. 
people are gonna hate me for saying this, but I really don't give a fuck. Cardi did open the door for there to be a wave of female rappers again. Like she did kind of open that door for female rap to have prominence in the genre. But the problem is the 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 bad side to that is now she's allowed, well, not she, like she single-handedly orchestrated it, but that wave that her reign has kind of allowed to happen has allowed female raps to become just as oversaturated and just as diluted as male rap is. Exactly. And they're comfortable with mediocre music. It's like, okay, she came in reciting rap lyrics from another rapper first baby you're not a rapper then and you got big off of that it's like okay so now I guess everybody can just be a rapper now right that's like everybody thinking they can be a damn singer just throw some auto tune in your damn voice and it's okay if you, if you look pretty and if you got a BBL it's okay and the problem is is that it's harder to get away with that being a singer right but a lot of bitches growing up doing rap karaoke. Okay. Okay. Rap karaoke when it's a hundred of these motherfucking dark skinned women rapping their ass off and barely getting the push. Mm-hmm. It's just sad to see, but sad. Child, that's music. Mm-mm. And it, you know what? And it's like when is people gonna be tired of that shit? Like, how's like people really just want music like that? Where when people gonna be tired of just hearing the same type? Because at this point, it's all sounding the same to me. Mm-hmm. All um, rap music is just sounding the same, and that's and I feel like that's what's low key starting. I feel like that's what's gonna make rap die out because y'all sustaining it with mediocrity. Yeah, and. I'm not sure. I'm still living off old rappers. I don't, like, I listen to some of the new music, but I can't listen to enough of it to say I like where Yeah, because it's not the same, right? It's just, and that's, I think that's just when he, um, with the new age of music in general, it's just not the same as how music was back then. For sure. So I feel like, because artists, they really had to go through a whole boot camp they didn't just get signed just because they have a couple followers they got signed specifically off their talent exactly because there wasn't no internet social media and stuff it wasn't all of that to show that oh I got the stats to prove that I'm all of that no it was just off the talent crazy so continuing that thought process if you could remake a classic song, what would it be and why? Ooh. Ooh, remake a classic. That'd be hard as hell. Mm-hmm. Remake a classic. Let me see. Ooh, I will remake. Do I want to say that? Mm-hmm. I would make Dangerously in Love. Oh, I would make that. Dangerously in Love. Oh, can't nobody top that. That's a hard pill to swallow. 
<laughs> you know what? I would do it though, because first of all, I love the both versions, even though they sound the same. Okay. Yeah, but true. But um, I feel like I remake it now, just because of where I'm at now. Where I'm at now, like I am in love. Who I love, my man. And I think I'm just. <laughs> I'm just learning, I'm really just learning a lot. Like this like new year, like this whole chapter, it just really made me learn a lot about myself and how I am in relationships and not. But this is my first time being in a healthy relationship and I was actually feeling happy in it. So I I would really I think right now if I had if I sent for the song, I I would choose something like that. Love that. Cause I feel, I feel it. Like you know, I I would feel every emo. I would feel the emotion. I would feel every lyric, not just the whole song, but I would recreate it and make it my way. Cause I love singing that song. Ooh, I especially to the bridge. Ooh, you. Cause I feel the exact opposite about love right now. So oh I'm my god. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, child. I'm getting ready to go through the Lawrence Trump's. Anyway, this ain't about my bitch. Thank you, y'all ugly. And I'm ugly. Oh, y'all ugly. I'm like, okay. Ah, child. <laughs> now I'm not a hater. Like I love that for y'all. I, I may be getting ready to go through a divorce, but I love that for y'all. Oh, like, I'm sorry about that. That's child. It's all good. I'm not impressed about it. Um, it's child. <laughs> But I have no choice, not but to these. But that's another story. Chat. This ain't about. But anyway, <laughs> chat. We can talk about that some other time. But yeah, like I love that for y'all. So like I love love for y'all. I personally would be covering not gonna cry right now. But I love wow. that you would be. Gosh, yes. Like I would Ooh. be giving you house, bitch. Like, I would be dark sunglasses, black lipstick, scarf. All black. Like, like, with the, with the quick weave and everything. Like, yes, pissed off. Yeah, very bad. So, I love that somebody around here all in love and happy, child. I love when the girls is happy. That's all I want. Yes, I, I think I would Especially y'all have been on a lot of my handful. But you know what? And it's hard to find. Nowadays, it's hard to find real love. Yeah. That's why I said, child, that's great for y'all because I am never going to experience that, child. You won't experience I'll say you ain't going to never experience it. Oh, I'm not out here looking, child. I'm over there, child. (laughs) My husband is turning to my baby. I'm done. I'm done. Oh, girl, I'm done. I have so many other things I'm doing. I don't. I don't got time. I just don't. I feel like go, bitch. I don't been to work. I said fuck that. Child. I'm getting ready to go film a TV show. Fuck love. Right, right bitch. I'm in love with me. Yeah, like child, I, I, I'm in love with me. Child, I'm doing this podcast. I'm getting ready to do it. To, to do a TV show. I ain't got time for that. I know that's right, Shoot, Because sometimes when you in the wrong relationship, that hinder your ass. And it and you know no shade to my baby daddy because I don't want to talk bad about him, but like I agree with your point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ain't gonna say too much. <laughs> right, I ain't gonna say too much. 
because like we literally do have a child together. <laughs> like that's literally that's my baby. Right. I'm never gonna bash him, but I feel you. Um, <laughs> who's an artist that's no longer living that you wish you could have gotten the chance to work with be- before they passed? Um, well, I was gonna say Whitney, but I didn't say her name. But you know who I really thought um, seemed like a real sweetheart when she was like, oh my God, ooh, it's two people. Okay. You can oh my God, you know what? It's three. Oh. Well, go, well let, let, let's you know say <laughs> Give me your top three. <laughs> no, I really would have loved to work with Amy Winehouse. Love. Whitney Houston and Michael Jackson. Like, okay. Especially Michael Jackson because he's just the blueprint. I think he's the blueprint of pop. I agree. Pop and R&B. Like, he is just... Oh, my gosh. Like, I I just want to embody him. Like, can't nobody... Like, that's just a legend. Can't nobody touch him. Like, oh, Prince. Like, ooh. Who's, who else? I did not just say your top three. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, you got me going, going back in the bar. Listen, I, I, I feel you, because I have a Prince tattoo. And I have an The real music. And Prince, he just seemed so unapologetic. He seemed like he didn't give a fuck when nobody said he was going to say what was on his mind. Mm-hmm. And that was going to be that. Yeah. And I feel like Whitney, she just seemed so um, free. Like, she seemed so um, like a free spirit. She did not give a fuck when nobody thought. Period. She was going to be hired. And that's what I love. I love when people just can be they self unconditionally and come and be comfortable in their own skin. Don't give a fuck what nobody fucking think. I love stuff like that. Absolutely. Ooh. But Michael Jackson, I'm not to give it to Michael. Oh, trust me. I'm Michael stays in rotation. The bad album stays in rotation. I'm yes, like my grandma, that was her favorite artist and she got me hooked on Michael Jackson like he was some crack or something. He's definitely one of my faves. And I also just relate to him because his birthday is literally the day before mine. So oh my gosh. You lucky ho. So I'm connect. You know my birthday is the day after Michael's and like three days before uh, Beyonce. So oh, oh, you know what? Virgo shit. Okay. Ooh. But who's an artist or who's a legend rather that's still living that you would love to do a live tribute for? Oh, that I love to do a live tribute for. Um, let's see. Hmm, I gotta think about that. A legend, I want to like. You know who I really love? And forgive me, Lord, because I don't know all of her music, child, but hmm? I love the fuck out of Faith Evans' voice. Oh, yes, Jesus. 
Faith Evans, her voice just, as soon as you hear her on the track, you know exactly who that is. Yes, and I get the hollering every time. Yes, she just, I don't know, her voice just do something to my spirit, like, it's that husband. That's exactly what it is. Faith Evans does something to your spirit, child. Yeah, I'm like, oh, girl, just bell in my face. So what's Faith Evans song that you're going to perform for her? That is, okay, I ain't going to say as soon as I get home because everybody knows that song. Everybody, because literally I was going to say, and why is it as soon as I get home? (laughs) (laughs) But, um, I probably, um, you know what song I really used to love? And I used to always watch this video of them together. That, um, okay, I ain't gonna say it was Faith, but she basically, it's not her song, but it's Whitney Houston's song. But that Heartbreak Hotel with her and, um, what's, um, tell me her name. I know her, um, don't tell me her name. I remember her name. It's Whitney Houston, Faith Evans, and um fucking um damn what is her name i know her oh kelly price yes you know because i was about to say i know you're not gonna do kelly price like that <laughs> right <laughs> kelly price <laughs> yes how but you know what i can't say that's faith ever song because she ain't really have all that part of Ooh, I don't know. I just love this okay. You know what? And I love um me some Keisha Cole too. I'm sorry. They people be sleeping on Keisha Cole. I don't even feel like what nobody say. But that Keisha Cole, that's my girl. Mm-hmm. Like she got me through all my cries. Keisha Cole was probably like like and people are gonna say whatever about this. Once again, I don't give a fuck. But I genuinely feel like Keisha Cole was like a Faith Evans of of my generation. Cause like it's just something about her voice. Like people try to yeah, play like that song about heart Mary J. Blige. But like y'all gotta really give Faith Evans her just due. And they not do and it's not right girl. because <sighs> exactly like you know Faith Evans, she uh used to be doing background vocals for Keisha Cole too. Okay. On her last last couple albums, child, the mouse was hitting like wherever it was. It's just because they was independent, child. She ain't had a budget. Yeah. (laughs) Cause the point of no return is my shit. Yes. No. Okay. I play with the point of no return, cause like just the throwaway vocals, bitch. Rick James. Oh. Oh my. Yes, Rick James is that motherfucker. Shit, I'm telling you, that album, I love. Like you, okay, you got good taste. Yeah, I listen. I, I, I'm the old bitch in the room. Like I'm technically your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm technically your real cool uncle, right? So yes, like, you, yes, so okay, I'm yes. a piece to the real shit. Like, 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 you remember when, when I told you that my top five was nuts. Like, Grace yeah. Jones is my top five. Yeah, oh my gosh. 
Why the fuck I forgot about Grace That's what I'm saying. Like, Who Grace Jones. Like, Sylvester is in my top five. Yes. Donna Summer is in my top five. Okay, but you know what? You took me out with my fucking Donna. Don't fucking play with me. Yeah, Donna, see, I'm old. Don't fucking play with me. Wrong, wrong. Donna Summer, oh my God, my bitch. What the fuck? I forget. Yeah, okay, yeah. you know what? No, I no. Mm-mm. A legend that I died. No, bitch. I'm picking out a summer over my. I'm sorry because I. How the fuck did I forget my motherfucking name? The queen. The queen of disco. The queen. Oh my gosh, you just brought. Oh my god, I can't believe I forgot about fucking Donna. I used to be so fucking in love with her, and this was after she died. Cause you know, I, a little young. So when I heard about, it, I'm like, Ooh. and I heard them. So I'm like, oh, uh, hey, I, like I'm telling you, Donna Summer. Oh is like, gosh, I love. No, I love Donna Summer. Like I'm telling you, so I'm telling you, like I love the fuck out of her. From the whole estate to doing the disco, it's just her whole. I, well, I'm telling you, I used to watch so many videos of this motherfucker. It, I'm telling you, not just the live videos. I'm talking about the interviews and all. Absolutely. Like, that's why, like, I have the top 10, because I don't even say a top five, but, like, the top 10 that I have, like, people like Eartha Kid are in my yes. top 10. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, my life. Yes. Cool, yes. That's why I say that. <laughs> that's why I say that. Well, like, season, yes. The real cool uncle, too. Yeah, like Lenny Kravitz is in my top 10. Actually, Lenny Kravitz is in my top five. Oh my. See, you know what? Ooh, you know what? I gotta go back to the vault today. <laughs> yeah, we gotta do a now, just going in the ball now. Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just done bring them names up out of me. You just, look, you done got me hyped. We'll do a follow-up where you'll come back on the show and, and then we'll just shoot shit about all the artists that I will bring up to you that you forgot. Like Brian McClane. Yeah, it's because I'm like, yeah. I'm like, Ooh, let me get back to my bag. Yeah, like Brian McKnight, for example. Like Craig Davis, for yes, example. Yes, uh, um, Jones. Um, McKnight. All the boys to men. Jagged Edge. Yes. Bro- um, okay. Like, and that was see that was when music was at its I that's always said I feel like that's when music was at it when that was the fuck instead of that was when music was at its best prime. Yeah, because really because if, if Cassie would have had a better team around her, she really could have been that generation's Maya. Yeah, oh my gosh, she really could have. Okay, I ain't gonna, mm, I don't know, because Maya she could sing a little bit. Maya, I mean, Maya can sing, but I'm saying like for like in that lane of girl. Oh yeah, you like with that type of, yeah, that range, like. But like she has these iconic songs that aren't really like crazy ballads. Like, Ghetto Superstar is not local bop. Yeah, I do, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cassie, like, she yeah, like, not uh, the biggest vocal on Lady Marmite. Yes, uh, Lady Marmite. <laughs> yeah, you right. Like, you I'm definitely fucking right because Cassie could dance and all. More pink. 
that's um Diddy's ass. Yeah, cause you know, even back in the day when Pink was black for that one album. Right. Oh yeah. Oh, that and that was and that's when I really used to fuck with Pink too. Um, then you go. <laughs> Can't take the phone just because I let you. Go. Okay, but, yes, uh-huh. that was that yes. shit too. She need to go back to some R&B. When I heard, that, I'm like, okay, bitch, you need to go back to the R&B. Let's just not abandon, abandon it all the way. I'm like, girl, you was the girl that we were, but like, girl, you could have been our Tina Marie. Right. Bitch, you really could have been our Tina Marie for, for real. real. Like, you wanted to go around and rock and stuff, and that's great for you. Like, like, like I love you in your hand. And, and, and you know all that, <laughs> but most girls, and you make me sick, right? Oh my gosh, like that was when oof, it was just they was yeah. putting cracking songs back then, like they was really putting crack in the records back then. Like, I'm telling you, like that's what we some now albums because <laughs> we miss now. I don't know what's going on, chat. I don't know who. I don't know what I chat, chat. Listen, listen. Speaking of, I know you said um, you mentioned your favorite song of yours earlier in, in our conversation. But what do you think is your best song that you've released? My best song that I think it is. I'm gonna say you're the man. I'ma say either you're the man or uh want for me. Because well uh, want for me, I I would really was not expecting that song to like be one of my top play songs. But everybody loved that song. Like well, I was kinda shocked when everybody was, Oh, I love this song, I love this song. It's my uh, okay. Well what about this song right here? Uh now is that because you just didn't expect the song to do well or or is yeah, it Yeah, I just didn't expect it to do as good as I thought it was gonna do. Mm. Uh, okay. Y'all love the song, but the streams is on quiet. Right. Oh mm. no. <laughs> mm. No, it was like you know how you got like when you um okay, I'ma release this project, but this song is probably just gonna be like a cute verse. I mean, a cute song with a little verse on it. But it ended up being one of the top play songs. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I need to do more, do a song like that more. So I, it was more of like, a, oh, I wasn't expecting that song to be. Um, when the throw like, turns out to be the favorite. Yeah, like I wasn't expecting that song to be one of the most. One of the best songs on there. And, um, you're the man. I just I would keep saying you're the man because I feel like I gave my best vocally in that song and with, with my writing style because I think I was just really um, in my feelings in that song. Like I was really in my feelings in that song. And I feel like when I was in that studio by myself. I just forgot about everything and just let it all out. When I tell you, I almost left that in studio crying. So. Uh, uh, uh. You better. Good job. So, in your opinion, what makes a perfect song? 
I think what makes a perfect song is I just think you know what I think what makes a perfect song is if the song got well I ain't gonna say every song always have to have uh, some type of substance to it cause people can make a fun song and and people can make a fun song and be good as fuck I think what makes a um, real good song is it got good replay value like if, it, if I hear a fucking song one time and it's stuck in my head if I want to keep listening to it oh you got me looking that's a good song like I always me I, I love a good hook and a um, nice verse like if you got a good ass hook like you can't give me no good hook and then give me some watered down verses <clears throat> cause then it's like okay you just got the hook saved for your song yes god because I will say, like, there are... Now, I have to struggle to find find R&B examples because I listen to more rap music than anything. But, mm-hmm. uh, like, hooks really, like, get me. Like, like for example, Telfy by Maya the Dawn. Yes. Uh... That hook. I'm that like, is yes, and I just be ooh, you get you in your back see, and that is replay yeah. value to me. Like Johnny Dang with a chain, B- bitch, that shit is it. <laughs> that hook is the replay it. value. Instantly in your in your bitch, I'm in right, my bed. It's still, and it's like right, exactly, bitch. I I got I can be driving down the motherfucking um street and it just go come in my head. Yes, like I literally just bust out all the time. Like big dumb, big money, big pre- like girl, I be busting out with Telfy just anyway <laughs> for no reason. Like I just literally be like just any, but that's the but that's how you know that that song is a hit because it's not just the hook. I'll bust right, out with exactly. It. It's the whole song. It's the verses and all, and when especially like with a rap song, if you got a uh, memorable bar that I can um, a bar that I can just say motherfucker anywhere anytime. Oh, you got me. Yes, like I absolutely love that song. Now, an R&B example I could probably pull that's come out recently, and I don't even know how recent this song is because I be catching on to everything late. Um, Queen Nyjah put out a song called "Lie to Me." Let me lie to me. Oh my! Uh, yes, that hook took yes. me some. Took yes, me that's some that shit. shit. Now that's a good song that's that um that was sample. Yes. Like I was like, girl, okay, now that's a uh, uh, okay, girl. Now you use that sample, bitch. But that's yeah, that I love Queen Nigel. She made this song Trial and Error Child last year. And I felt that song so much because last year I was going through so much. It was like one, I think last well, let me say two years ago now, because it was two years. I just resonated with that song so much and I don't really be crying so well I used to like when I was in, but like now I don't really like just play a song to cry to and just give me my feelings something like that unless the song is really hitting and when I tell you I played that song Charlie Era out and would be sobbing with a bottle of wine okay that song just got me through something child it just got me through 
like I finally like I like this is how I know I done finally grew up is when I finally stopped playing songs to cry to. I finally got right. like, I got right. oh, let me play this fucking cry real quick. Yes. Like, real, I'm taking, I'm like, bitch, I'm literally about to go through a divorce and I just got over that shit. Like, like that's when I knew that I was over it. Said, when yeah. I was playing music that I would usually play to like get my feelings out and it just wasn't hitting no more. Like when Angie Stone wish I didn't miss you. Don't oh my gosh. Up. It's like, we're okay, yeah. I didn't outgrow. Bitch, we're done here. Like we are done here. For real. And that's when I heard that song. I'm sitting there crying. I'm like, okay, this song is a gem to me because I don't ever, I don't really begin in my feelings about songs unless it's like my shit that I've heard. It's about my own yeah. experiences. Like when you can't cry to Anthony Hamilton no more, girl, it's time to go. Oh my god! There's yes, your ass. Come on, you just bringing out all the legends. Girl, I'm grown. That's yes. why I'm getting grown. Yes, uh, well, Cece. I, but that, but that's the thing though. Like I love being the cool uncle because I love hearing that. Like, like, oh, you think I call the good shit? I'm like, yes, bitch, I'm the plug. Yes, for me. real though, shoot. For sure. You get my life together, child, and I forgot fuck I did that. We can dig in the crate on that ass, for real. Because don't Ooh. let me dig Because Tyrese is crazy as fuck today, but his music... Ooh. Tyrese. Just that stream how you're going to act like that and thank me later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh! God, Ooh, like yes. y'all, like, y'all just Donnell Jones, where where I want to be one time, and thank yeah. you. <laughs> y'all going through a break, like y'all want a breakup playlist? I got you, hoes. Trust me. Oh, no, no, <laughs> oh, yes, I know, I know exactly who I'm coming to. Right, yeah, so, but hopefully you did not not you specifically, because your boyfriend is inspiring all 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 type of good things and stuff. And right, do not manifest the Instagram then then you know God bless. But for the children on here already going through a breakup, for the right. girls who's already going through it. I know how to go to that happened, I got I'm you. Like, I'm like send me some songs, you know what time it is. Yeah, because I have a song for any part of a break. Like if he cheated, if you ready to go, if you tie like like bitch, stream candy, don't think I'm mad. And thank me like <laughs> Like, girl, if you want to go big on your ex. You want to go Okay. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. How will Edwin's music change the industry? I feel like my music really will change the industry because, first of all, I'm a gay artist, first of all. And it's not really a lot of gay artists in the mainstream let me not say mainstream because I'm not looking for a mainstream appeal but um it's I feel like gay artists now that's really like doing it and it's no shade like but main like the gay artists that's mainstream they not giving what it's supposed to be given like <laughs> you know what I mean though like it's yeah, good it's-, it's not like it's like <laughs> The girls ain't Frank Ocean no more. Like, yeah, like, where is some type of artist at? Like, yeah. Yeah. See, I see, we about at the end of the interview now, but I forgot to tell you this at the beginning. This is the platform where you come on to, to like talk your shit. 
because people don't really give me smoke. Like I be asking people to come for me and nobody ever comes for me. So like, this is the show where, where, where like you can come on and probably talk your shit and nobody will, will ever try to cancel you for it. Um, but like, yeah, like, like, like the girls are not Frank Ocean in no more. Like, we're like, we're like, like we're not getting another Lonnie Bro mixtape. The fuck? Like, where are those songs at? I feel like me and my music, I just really, I really want to, I really just want people, like when they hear my music, I feel I want people to feel like that they can be themselves. Like I, will, I don't feel like that my music always have to be catered towards one person or one demographic or any of that. Like it could be for anybody. Anybody can dance to it. Anybody can resonate with it. Anybody can relate with it gay straight or not but for me I really want to push the envelope for my gay people because we don't get we not I feel like we gay people is one of the most talented people in this world and we don't really get the credit that we deserve mm-hmm. we're doing anything like not just music but like anything to make up to everything like that I feel like we don't really get the credit we deserve. I feel like we is, we started to like, but it's not, no, it's like you gotta do, you gotta do 10, to work 10 times harder to get uh, 5% of what the fuck you get. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Like I'm waiting. Well, I ain't gonna say I'm waiting because when the shit gets me, then I'm gonna be complaining about it, knowing me. But <laughs> to say that I'm waiting for when we have that wave of gay rap or like gay artists to happen like yeah. but I'm not ready for the gay artists to get oversaturated yet though yeah I'm not ready for that I'm I'm just ready I'm really ready for just for gay like gay artists gay rappers gay singers in general just for us to have our own lane like we need our own gay award shows our own gay tv show pod all of that stuff we need all of that specifically for us because some like and i feel like i fell victim to this like i'm trying to cater to let me let me not say cater i'm trying to attend something that's for a heterosexual demographic and they don't like what i'm trying to like um, give like you know like I remember when I performed at this one I performed at this one place and I can just tell that the energy was off like I'm like okay I don't even feel comfortable being here like I'm ready to go and I, I just want more I just really want us to have spaces for us especially like in the industry and I feel like that's it is that slowly but surely but I'm talking about like on a big aspect of like where you can get the most exposure absolutely 
and this so, is and this, and, this, and this is why I love um like podcasts like yours and you know like um award shows that specifically catered towards gay audience because people they show appreciation towards the gay artists or LG let me not just say gay I'm gonna say like LGBT in general but it won't really like I don't really see like the flower I don't really see the flowers being give like you know what I mean like you could say oh I love the gay I love the gay culture and this and that but where is you showing that at like you're not showing me that you're just saying it right <clears throat> I'm with you on that. Now, <clears throat> what do you think scares you more? Success or failure? I think failure really. Failure, do it scares me because I don't want to um, be in the same position I'm at like five years from now I really don't want to be that type of person or not even five years I just don't want to be not even just like the same position I don't even want to be in the same headspace that I'm at from five to ten years later I want to you know elevate I feel like if you're not if you're not even trying to elevate then you is setting yourself up for failure because you ain't trying to do better for yourself. No, I, I, I just I just want better for myself because I know I deserve it. With all the stuff I've been through, I feel like I do deserve it. And I owe that shit. I owe it to myself to have the success that I want and the dream that I want. And I, I want to live that. I want to live up to that expectation of me. So that is like, I really like, I don't want to look back and just feel like I wish I would have did this and it'd have been different or this. Like I'm scared of failure. That's why I feel like I I have to take every opportunity I can get. Cause you never know when your window will be missed. I completely feel you on that. So what do you think you want your stamp on the music industry to be? I just I want to be known for the gay boy who is unapologetically his himself the whole time. Like I don't want to feel like that. I'm um, what's the word? I don't want to feel like that. I lost myself. I want to be that. I want to be that person that comes in the music industry, make a stamp, not just with singing, but like with music in general. How you present yourself. Like I always, I always like I always say that Beyonce. I always wanted the work ethic like Beyonce and the vocals like Beyonce, the dance moves like Beyonce, but I wanted the aesthetic of Ariana. Mm. I saw like a boy version of that. But at the end of the day, I wanna I want people to understand that you can do what you can do anything you set your mind to. Like and I I wanna go in this industry and come out the same way I was. I don't want to go in the industry feeling being grounded and come out big-headed or fucked up or off drugs or any of that. I want to come out the same person I was doing what I love and making my own business and making generational wealth for my own kind and doing 
everything for the culture. I don't want to ever feel like I'm just leaving my culture behind or, you know. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, compare that impact to the music industry, to how you want to be just remembered as a person overall. Yeah. Because I don't want to, I mean, I, yeah, I, don't, I just want to be remembered as a person who loves music, not I don't really care for all the accolades and all the extra shit. I just want to remember as the person who was just unapologetically himself, like who was gay and and did it big too. Did it big gay. For sure. Because I am not the best vocalist shit. I can't be no damn Beyonce. I'm dead. I am dead. Sure, I can never do a two step. Lord have mercy. Why well, can't I be your bad child, baby? Let me not be my grave, child. Ah, ah, child, my ass has retired from choreography. Let me not be my grave. Anyway, I said I'm gonna try to do something for this little go video. Child, let me. We'll talk about that later. Now, <laughs> what keeps you up at night? Oh, you know what keeps me up at night? When I all, see what I tend to do, I always tend to put a thousand, a thousand things on my plate. Well, can you do this, that, that, this, this week, and then do this and that, that, that next week. Then make sure I do that. And then, once I'm laying in the bed, I'm thinking about every single thing I need to do. I'm like, okay, I need to do this. You know, and I'm like, okay. I, did, I never did my song. I never wrote the rest of that song. I didn't do that. Or I um, be going through a long day or something, like going through work, come home and do this or that. I'm like, damn, I forgot to do this. I forgot to do that. I'll be like, why the fuck did this bitch talk to me like this, like that? And I was passing. It'd be a lot of stuff that'd be on my mind when I try to go to sleep. I feel like, cause I be trying to um, do everything at once. I put a lot of stuff on my plate that I tend to overthink. Let me not say overthink, I tend to think about it and not rest my body and not rest my mind. Like, I will get back to it tomorrow. Let me not try to do everything at one time. I know that's funny. Cause I be, I don't know. I just think that I be trying to do, yeah, I just be trying to do everything at once. I need to, sometimes I need to chill out cause then I feel like that would burn. That's what burns me out. So I, be try, I love to be a little too precise. I feel you on that. So, is there anything that you would like to share with my audience and I that I didn't cover over the course of our conversation? Oh, you know what? Yes. Okay. This is what I want to share. I want to that I'm going to drop. Well, I think I did say this about my, um, I'm going to have a new EP this year and I'm going to be in a new film, another film this year. So that's, that should be real exciting. Like this is only my second time doing, um, starting like in a local movie in my area so this should be really fun I'm really excited for that congratulations 
thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Um, yeah, I think I would, yeah, I think that's it. I'm just I'm just really excited to like get this year like on the road, like get it started. It's like right around the corner. Like I'm just excited for the new beginnings and see what God God have to offer me this year. So, <clears throat> my next question for you before I release you back into the wild. <laughs> You're funny. I like <laughs> I do what I can, child. And where can the people find you, your music, and all of the things that you'd like to promote? The films, everything. Yes, so y'all can um child, y'all can get y'all can stream me everywhere, baby. Y'all can stream me on Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, Tidal, whatever. You can go to Edwin. E D W E N. That's Edwin everywhere. You can um, find my first film that's on YouTube before. And we have it um oh I can't talk about the other one like <laughs> don't get put out now. right <laughs> but yeah I y'all can find it yes, find it everywhere I'm everywhere baby I'm worldwide I love flexing that on hoes honey cause now that this podcast is streamed in like 30 countries yes because look I'm like okay let me go ahead cause I'm like let me see where I can stream this song and this I saw every all the sites. I'm like, okay, okay. It's easy. I like that. So I like it. Mm-hmm. You better let them hoes know, chat. But no, I want to just, I really want to just thank you too because I really appreciate you for um, letting me be a part of your podcast. And I really appreciate you for making me feel comfortable on your podcast and really just being you genuinely like it's hard to find people like that so I really appreciate you for that oh thank you I really appreciate you know I really don't want my my podcast to feel like people are really being interviewed like I always want people to leave my show feeling like they just got off the phone with a nosy ass friend (laughs) yes that's that's like how I feel still it feel like um, it feel like I'm talking to one of my friends, and that's why I really, that's why I really vibe with you. I really like this podcast. It's really nice. I love that. Well, hearted and real. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, come back anytime. You know when you're dropping new music, when you flip around and join a reality show, when you, when you and your boyfriend get married, or when, or if you just want to come back and shoot the shit. Let me know. Yes, I would love to. I would definitely love to work with you more. Absolutely. Well, on that note, children, that has been our show. I appreciate every single one of you guys for tuning in to help me to facilitate this conversation. And I want to extend another extra special thank you to my guest, Edwin, for blessing the podcast today. Thank you so much again for being here. Yes, of course. Thank you. Oh, gosh, that's so rough. 
<laughs> do not be a stranger online or off hit me up anytime and I can't wait to work with you again of course I can't wait either Sony on the beginning yes God cause Lord knows there's some shit I got going on and child will be in touch yes oh but, yes I definitely will be watching absolutely now with that being said I want to remind all of you guys out there listening to be real stay in reality and always always bring the realness yes <laughs> I am Brian K. James this has been Real Reality Realness and until next time I love every single one of you guys from the bottom of my green heart emoji keep the mess in the message be useful but not used and misbehave yourselves. Peace. Yes. Bye, guys. Okay, I'll live for that. <laughs>